episode of Sweat and Grime. You got the man on the mic to the left. You got the notorious Matt motherfucking Totten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the right, you got the man with the hot vocals, Mr. Brian. Turn on the furnace. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. You got the original. Hold it, episode number two. Rick. Motherfucking We should Rick. specify that's episode number two that you're driving. That I'm driving. Because we're like, <laughs> man, I, in all honesty, I was looking at the episodes. We're, I can't remember what the number is, but we are coming up on a year quick. Yeah. We've like, been, we're we've not been, that far out. I think it's been, October. Yeah. Yeah. We've been beating the shit out of the mics for a while with our lips. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which it occurred to me today, actually, while I was driving back over here for the podcast. What's that? You're a dick, literally. Your name is Richard, right? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. whole time, I've never put that together. That that perfectly sums up our working relationship. Yeah. He's a giant dick. He's a dick. Who doesn't like a swinging dick? Well, well are our, you a swinger? Our, our, guest, our guest Kelly the other day, she doesn't like swinging dicks. Apparently That's not. That's true. Only yeah. if they're white swinging dicks. Yes. 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 That's so, not weird. So, yeah, we've been, we've been at this for a while now. And we're going to do something different tonight. We're going to actually view the notorious motherfucking Matt Totten. Wait, no, what? no, 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 oh. no, Matt didn't want to be interviewed. Well, I thought this was going to be a different uh, no, little no. segue, but no, this hey, is, let's this just is fuck legit. around. Let's have fun with us. So yeah, we did decide, we've been discussing that we, we should interview each other to kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive Absolutely. into yeah, each our other. Whole, our whole planning this didn't, yeah, if we were on... What three different worlds? Matt thought we were going to go demo <laughs> yeah. a barn today and showed we, up and we're well, podcasting. We did, we did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we actually had Matt out there working on Pepsi yesterday. So yeah. yeah, Brian was demoing a barn. We're converting Matt into. And look what the, I'm drinking today at Dasani, yeah. a non Pepsi product. Uh, so thank God we're off the job, but we're yeah. converting Matt over to the dirt world. Yeah, we are getting him, and he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It was fun. Hey, take channel two over there and turn it down just a hair. I just a hair. I freaking swept no, that freaking concrete one. like it was my job. Uh, right right there right there nope that one that's your pan there you go right there perfect Beautiful. blow the eardrums out this is so what happens when you let rick smooth. drive this is you know what we're getting it though yeah. we're getting it yeah you know we're we're all set up but we're clipping along yeah. we are clipping along ladies and gentlemen so let's dive into this Todd. all right so let's we are interviewing Todd. So we're, we're going for do you guys want to know I, man i'm pretty boring we want to know days. Totten. We want to know the Matt motherfucking Totten. All right, where's my... I don't, well, actually, I don't even have a list of before, questions you're going to ask me. Before we even dive into all this, <laughs> obviously, you've always been on the microphone with us. Everybody knows the notorious name. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to lately? Oh, man. Lately? Yeah. What have you been doing? Freaking running around with my head cut off, it feels like. But, no, lately I've been just, uh, you know, doing bathrooms like, I, like I've been doing for the last two years. It's been amazing. King of the Throne yet? I I am. I just wrapped up a nice one the other day, and uh, nothing leaks. Everything looks. You didn't good. have any any tile rework to do? No tile rework. Oh, that's. Y- that's... You want to tell the audience about your little tile rework job? Yeah. So I did a beautiful uh, renovation for uh, actually one of our guests we've had on uh, B Damon. Uh, and his wife. He's not officially been on. Oh, he hasn't been on. But, he's, well, he's been on here he's been twice. On. He's been he's, in he's the, the background. Most, he's yeah. He's kind of like this. He's a mysterious vocal yeah. that just pop up. Like Brandon, yeah. what do you got to say about we it? We keep pestering him to he's actually like, come on the show, and he's like, yeah, yeah. No, actually, he uh, we got him. Is he scheduled? In. Yeah, it's uh, late August. Fucking a. He's yeah. gonna come fucking so stoned. Probably it'll be great. It'll be, Brandon, be beautiful. How is it? Oh, it's fucking great. So, anyway, so what was the question? <laughs> what, I was doing this wonderful bathroom for them. You know, it's been a couple of hiccups here and there that weren't part of our project, but you know, they had a. They're at the end of a run of a community's uh, pump station for the shitters, All right. and the pump went. So you know what happens what when you're at the end of the run. Uh, the grinder the, pump on the sub? No, like the community, like where it all goes before it goes to the, the shit lift factory. Oh, the lift, the lift station. station. The lift yeah. pump yeah. went. And it just, every, what, they probably have like 50 condos to the yeah. west of them that all come downhill to them. This and is it, Brandon's oh. place? Yeah, and it backed up like every one of their, they're on the ground floor, like they're on the basement level. So that's what started this whole thing off? No, this was in the preliminary, like when we were about to get going. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, hey, I'll be there on Monday. And they're like, well, nope, don't. Because, yeah, their basement was full of shit. That's shitty, dude. So they had it all, you know, mitigated and everything, blah, blah, blah. Well, they do say shit runs downhill. It It does. does. And it did. And you don't want to be at the bottom of the hill. So it was like one of those, like, thank God we don't have to 
redo something I already did. Yeah, you, you know, just we finished. Had, yeah. So whatever. So I went down and all of a sudden we got the ball rolling and then uh, went to grout the tile in this whole bathroom. And it's like a, it's a large master bathroom, floor to ceiling tile. And all of a sudden, all of the faces of the tiles started spiderwebbing, just no. showing cracks. And it's like, oh, fuck. Is that something you did wrong or no, was it? No, it's a failure in the glaze of the tile. So it was cracks because in the picture you sent, it looked like it was discoloration, but it was actual yeah, cracks actually in, uh, in like, the glazing. Like microscopic cracks no that you shit. can't see yeah. until I put the grout on and oh, suck the color into man. all those fractures. Nice. So it's been a long process. So tile manufacturer fault. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So it wasn't every tile. It was just whatever uh, whatever yeah. that batch that was box, that was mixed that in. Box yeah. got put how in the and, fuck do you explain cracked tile? Like you drop the box and start slapping it on the wall? Yeah. Oh, dude, it was horrible. And you know, so anyways, it's been going through this whole process of, you know, you know, obviously giving them price and it's like, you know, not to them, but to the manufacturer. Like yep. this is what it's gonna cost to redo. You know, they're like, Oh, can you just piece out all those like grind, yeah. grind out? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, right. yeah let me yeah, get out my shower. little chisel. You know, like, you know, so it's waterproof membrane, blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's like no, I will only do it if we do redo the whole thing. Yeah, you got to do it right. But then the whole thing turned into, oh, we don't want to use this tile anymore because wonder if it happens again. It's like, well, then we're going to do, well, how do you piece in when you have wainscoting going all the way around? So there's no way to just do it's portions a tear out. of it. It's a full tear out and it's not easy. You know, so all the Damn, plumbing dude. finishes are, you know, the freestanding tub and it's, you know, everything's secured. It's not supposed to go anywhere and this is already in a shitty situation for them as the homeowner yeah yeah oh yeah oh Oh, it was i remember doing the grout and brandon was in the his uh studio doing his stuff and i just like looked backwards i was like brandon can you come look at this you know and then he's like oh shit what did you do i was like what did you do i don't know what i did like (laughs) i'm like uh, so you know it's been a it's been a process but now it's turned into i don't know if i'll be the one doing it because the tile shop wants to take the lowest bidded contractor which is bullshit they don't think so uh, all that goes into it it's like they just want to pay for labor for somebody to redo the tile it's like they're there's plumbers there's electricians yeah that's such such bullshit when the fucking guys want to cut out the guys that are doing the job and selling your fucking product yeah yeah now they just want to throw you out the way that brought the material and it's all about it's like you know and you know the homeowners they don't want to have random you know they had me do it because they can trust me and the people i bring in i was about to say that the second you switch you may get a shitty ass contractor that it, yes, they technically installed the tile, but not to the quality that you were going to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, or just, it's just one of those things. It's like, man, I was just about to put the glass in and walk away. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, fuck. So yeah. it's been dormant. I feel so bad for them. Well, that's where but, I feel like, you know, as the homeowner sitting there with representing a clientele and you build that bonding relationship, that's almost where being the contractor, you got to look at the homeowner and go, are you going to allow this or not? Like, cause now you got all three of you involved. You got to set down the motherfucking yeah. foot yeah. and you need yeah. to say, Hey, look, <laughs> yeah. you need to tell the manufacturer, this is my house. This is yeah. my client. My well, client like, wants me to do the fucking that's, work. That's what I told no. the, the, the rep when they came out to look at it, when we all came together, you know, on site and I don't usually get angry and stuff, but it was like, you know, it wasn't even him making the choice. It was right. His superiors. He's, yeah. he's just the middleman. Yeah. You know, he's just the guy coming in. That's the like, worst part. And he about felt those. bad, but I was like, I was like, give me your fucking boss's number. I will tell him to go fuck off. If they're going to try bringing in somebody else to do this rework. I'm like, it was not my fault, but this is, it's a showpiece bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, and I can't, I feel bad, but also now waiting. It's like, if you know, tomorrow, they say, let's go. I got to be prepared to go because they're, they're first in line compared to anybody, you know, over right. everybody else. Right. So I've been just pushing off other people, pushing off, pushing off. And it's like, fuck. Cause I know if I start another bathroom tomorrow, they'll yeah, approve it. And also it's yep. like, Hey, when can you be there? It's yeah. like, uh, two months, you yeah. know? So well, and the pictures you've been dropping into work, like you got some stellar work coming out. Yeah. I just got done with doing another, uh, good friends, families, uh, you know, parents bathroom and oh, dude, it's so cool. So sexy. So yeah, but happy you're, bu- you're booking out of ways. I mean, your work, your work selling is fucking top notch. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get some asshole that just wants to cut you out for their right. Yeah. And it's, 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 yeah, it just sucks. It's just you know they don't want to take a huge insurance cut, you know, claim on their behalf. It's expensive, but I guess like the manufacturer of the tile is over in like Ukraine in their bake house that they bake the tiles in. You know, you know, we all know what's going on in Ukraine, but it's like, you know, what kind of story is this? You know, yeah, <laughs> like I. Yeah, but 
they're making excuses and you know they're just trying to get it done as cheap as possible. Fuck, I'd be like, there's a material shortage and you're about to lose a manufacturer. And the thing is, like, relationship here. Like, the cost of the bathroom doing the first time was X. All right, well, that was the first time. I'm like, now it's a whole nother, you know, now everyone's busy to get everybody to come back. It's, it's, they're, it's gonna they're cost double. Money. It's double. Yeah. Everything's double. And yep. it's just like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. And then also costs have went up since then. Yeah. You know? oh, so come on. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, just cost. You know what? This sounds like is a contractor taking me for a ride, Mr. You know. Totten. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this can't be reality. You, know, no. you just hit them with, oh, there's been a price increase. Yeah. From oh, it, last it, week, it, last month. It catches me off guard when I get done doing estimates. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, the prices are the prices. And it's like, if you, if I were to come down, then I wouldn't You're be taking eating. money out of your yeah. pocket. Yeah. So you've been beating the shit out of these microphones for a minute with us. Yeah. What have you... Get right up on it, Rick. You were quiet. I don't yeah, know why you you're know. so cool. Crank yourself up just here, man. Oh, you know, boys. You we want me it. to Holy crank shit, that's loud. Is. No. Ooh. Perfect. Ooh. <laughs> now, you've been beating the shit out of the microphones for a while with us. I don't beat the shit out of anything. I'm, yeah, I'm you, quite... He is a you, gentle yeah, lover. I'm quite gentle uh, with these bad He's boys. quite soft on that round object yeah. over that's there. Right, that's right. <laughs> he's a no-teeth man. Now, what what have you learned <laughs> in this experience with us from oh, gosh, it's been the a time journey. we started to just now? Like, Dude, what have you learned? The, the first day that I was on when I wasn't even on the show. Yeah. As a when you were a guest. Host. Yeah, I was a guest. <laughs> it was. I remember that day vividly. It was just... Drinking, you know, all that stuff, and it's just just blurping into the freaking microphone and just kind of blacked out. But then, you know, as you guys brought me on as a as a host or a co-host, like, gosh, just meeting all the individuals that we've had on, it's their stories. It it makes you it makes you want to wake up in the morning. You know, if you have a down day, like then you hear some of our guests and they just talk so highly of everything. They're so excited. Yeah, you know, like our boy. Uh, Gosh, Jackson. Know. Yeah, Jackson. Like I, every day, I still think about what he said. Like he just, I love going to work, rain, yeah. shine, whatever. I'm just happy to go to work. I yeah. love going to Super work. Super positive. Like the most positive vibes you like you ever could hear. And you know, when I'm down some days, I'm just like, oh yeah, turn on Jackson's you know podcast like for a couple minutes and, and like, it uplifts you. Yeah, it helps yeah. me up. It uplifts me or just like the experiences or just the knowledge that some of the men and women that we've had on just dropped on us. It's just it's amazing the things we learn. The networks we've, you know, we've the the relationships we've grown through everybody through this podcast is just mesmerizing. It is. It is really cool to I mean, we all have our own individual views of the industry and what we do, but to then bring in a bunch of guys and girls and get their opinions and their viewpoints has been really insightful and I think it's given all three of us a really, really unique perspective into the trades. Just, Absolutely. Just from like a high level view instead yeah. of uh, your day to day being in it. Yep. Now you're really starting to hear stories of everybody else's perspective. And the cool thing is, is I, I feel like we're starting to see all of these these threads that connect on you know the the workforce problem yeah. on on bringing pride back to the trades uh you know going back to water's edge the whole just how the schooling the disgusted that, people are you know, with the yeah. the higher education system I, it has been really awesome to kind of get that yeah. outsider perspective most definitely you and know all it comes down to is just sweat and grind you know you just get after it. Yeah. You know, just get after daily and just Totten, love what you do. Totten, this podcast is called Sweat and Grind. You just said Sweat and Grind. So what have you been I know, doing I just lately? Sweat and grind. So, so <laughs> I did say Matt that, came I? in in hot pants today. Yeah. So we're not sure what that's all about. <laughs> no, I was at a funeral this morning. So for a really good friend's uh, father. So. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear about that. Yeah. So I do look nice today. You, you look, do look yeah. nice. You, you do dress up pretty sexy he, for He does. He looks very nice, ladies and gentlemen. Rick, you know, Rick, Rick uh, I, I entered uh, the house and. Uh, all of a sudden, Rick's like, "Dude, if I was gay, I'd kiss you." I was like, "Well, just give me a fucking kiss then." <laughs> and then, and then this is now that here's where we start to speculate. I have as no I was getting, answer for that. Right as now. I was getting the podcast ready, Rick pulled me down in his lap and grabbed my boobs. So, yeah, was, uh, what I've, the fuck, dude? This is not a gay moment right now. I, no, but that we're about to have our first sexual friendship. harassment lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, so. right. We're Jesus Christ, <laughs> Melissa, our HR director. It's yeah. kind of looking like she's going to have to take on that role. Yeah, we got we got to call the boss in. Rick put us on the accelerated program for a sexual harassment. 
you know what's been really interesting is to hear Rick, other, I didn't see anything of any of that happen <laughs> because it didn't happen you're, you guys are throwing it out in the universe on air so, what the fuck but you know what's been really interesting is to have a couple of these companies that come in that are doing well off well established and then they sit there and they go before we even get podcasts and they're like we've been listening to you guys and other guest stuff and they're like we actually gain some knowledge and learn some things from the show yeah and we never talking like, about and i never really ever thought that would ever come to be you yeah know, that we were like teaching people or just teaching businesses and inspiring people, people to do stuff you know it's like we just did this for fun because we were excited about the trades we love what we do personally and it's like and also like i i wasn't building trades my whole life and now you guys are bringing me into the fucking dirt work at old and it's freaking awesome yeah you know so so since we are we're we're shooting the shit, but we're supposed to be interviewing you. Yeah. What yeah. originally, way back in the day, what inspired you to get into the trades? What inspired yes. me to get into trades? <laughs> there, there's Rick. There's a lot. <laughs> Rick is in charge of sound Rick effects. Rick got today, in just because all the men. You know, there's not a good you know girl, guy, girl, There's a huge ratio of men. But uh, no, what inspired me is I, I just you know when I was growing up, I always just was drawn to watching things be built. You know, uh, you know, my dad, you know, always did stuff, you know, around the house or, you know, when he wasn't working, he was doing side jobs, whatever. So, you know, he's always had a drive and he kind of gave me the drive, you know, do we work well together? Nah. But at the same time, we have the same mindset. We love doing stuff and building stuff and creating things and, you know, being in the building trades, that's what you do. How much of that knowledge, though, how much of that knowledge did you retain back from those days with your dad building stuff today when do you start reflecting going man i've learned a lot from my old man uh every day you know whether he thinks it or not you know or i tell him or not but just you know how he you know he taught me how to run the saws he taught me how to do you know he taught me a lot you know but also i've learned a lot from everybody else i I, uh, just seeing anything be done i can take that by just watching and then put it into action myself so but, you know, just the, the work ethic is what he drove into me. But, you know, as for skill sets and stuff like that, I've kind of done that on my own. You know, just dabbling, you know, getting my hands dirty, trying something out, even though if I didn't know how to do it, like, you know, tiling. Like, I had no idea how to tile until probably 10 years ago, and then just I wasn't good. But now I can toss it together with no, you know, problem. It's a masterpiece when it's done. Now, obviously, but, we've been in the trades for a while. Yeah. A couple of years. Have you ever had those moments where you're just like, fuck this and I want to quit and you just don't want to do this no more? Almost every, I'd say every week. Every afternoon. One, yeah, every afternoon. <laughs> About I one get thirty, that. Yeah. two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and what keeps you going? Uh, Jackson. My, yeah, yeah, Jackson gets me going. <laughs> no, I would say my customer, you know, you know, before we were, you know, when I wasn't working for myself, you know, just the, just completing something or, you know, following suit and like being done with something that somebody's excited about, you know, so the customers, the customers are always what excite me at the end of the day. But you know, that was on the commercial side. That was a different world when I was, you know, before I started my own business. So it wasn't very personal. It was like, when are you going to get the job done? And you know, it could be the shittiest job we tossed together. We didn't, we pushed it through and I wasn't happy with the end product, but at the end of the day, they're just trying to use that space and make money. Yeah. So it wasn't really a personal thing. It was just how fast can you fucking get this thing done so we can use it. And, you know, I loved it. There it was, the grind was awesome. The, you know, the pressure was awesome, but then, you know, I'll step back into like the residential world when it's, you're, it's very personable, Yeah, you know, working with the customers from start like to finish. how personable? Pretty fucking personable. You know, I, I, he does a lot space. of work for cougars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you heard him say his clients excite him. Yeah. yeah. He only takes cougars at right. this point he, in his he's career. He's king of the fucking throne. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, I'd say the best thing is like, you know, you know, some, you know, getting a job started and they're so fucking excited, you know, to get it done. But then, you know, during the project, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer and they want me out of their fucking living space, you know, because sometimes I just become like a, a, another member of their family, kind of draw it out a little bit because I enjoy their, their time, whether they like it or not. But then, you know, you start seeing them get like frustrated, like, oh, I want to use my bathroom. And it's like, you know, things come to, you know, things take time, you know, and things happen. But at the end of the day. When I walk out of here, you will be, you know, jaw dropped and excited. Yeah, right. and, and that's, that's the case. You know, the last bathroom I just got done doing my, for my buddy's parents, like, you know, they started getting a little stressed out. It took a little bit longer than what I anticipated, but now they're 
you know, they text me like, this is amazing. Like, right. this is awesome. This is beautiful. And just, you know, that's, that's, that's what I, it keeps me going. I mean, I've, I've seen some of your pictures and I've seen a lot of your work throughout. Which pictures are you talking about? You know. All right. Oh, well, we had to yeah. go to a the ba- eighteen oh, oh, my and older pictures. website. Yeah. They involve top pants. <laughs> Get your hand off my pants! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, you know, I've done a little bit of remodel myself. Yeah. Just to let you know. Yeah, I've remodeled my bathroom. I've seen yeah. it. I've installed seen the toilet, done. the vanity, and it looks nothing like fucking Tottenwood. <laughs> yes, my wife is phenomenal at fucking painting. Like she let me cut the edges in with the paintbrush one yeah. time, trying to freehand it. Dude, I doctored up the whole fucking ceiling. It looked shit. like someone with Parkinson's she did it. Exactly. She comes exactly. there the next day, dude, and I'm trying to tape it all so I can finish fucking. <laughs> and then she's like, I've never really cut anything in. I'm like, well, you got a pretty steady hand. And she's out there like painting like an Truth. artist. Yeah, right. You know, I, I'm like, why don't you just let me that. stick with the roll as I still hit the ceiling? Mm, yeah. Painting is you know? the shit, worst. I sneezed. Fucking <laughs> hate painting. But see, I do this in like a weekend. Like I can remodel my bathroom in a weekend. Yeah. Yours ain't happening in a weekend. No, no. These are full guts. They're full top to bottom, you know, but it's, it's awesome. Like this year didn't go, it's not going as smooth as I wanted it to do, but you know, I'm looking at next year, like what's going to happen. It's going to be whole, whole new game. Yeah. yeah you're you going to be in the dirt world. You're that's, fuck bathroom. That's kind of, that, that's the hardest <laughs> thing to stay focused on what I'm, my task at hand is. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we're, we're going to do this podcast. Oh, we're yeah. going to do this. Oh, Hey, you're going to become uh, you know, one of a our celebrity, one of us with uh, you know, the dirt. And I'm like, you know, you getting know, dirty, you know, like, Oh geez, you know, on top of that, I'm a dad. I'm a, you know, this, I'm that. I'm like, fuck me. It's a lot going on. You know what we need to do one day is just fucking magically ship a limo over to fucking Totten's house. <laughs> And have them delivered to like one of our job sites, like we hit the fucking lotto. And like, yeah, hey, Todd, you're still working for like 16 bucks an hour. <laughs> Glad you're here, but we'll roll out the carpet and shit, get them ready. No, it, it does bring me back, you know, like yesterday when we were, you know, on a commercial job site, it was just like, oh, this is so awesome. Yeah. Just seeing all the parts and pieces, like, yeah, it was just us, but, well, and but still, I know rattling, what's going you're on. You're rattling like, stuff off. Tell our guests what we were actually doing. Yeah, so we were at a Pepsi plant, a distribution plant, and uh, they're, what, going full electric or whatever? Yeah, they're for, putting in electric pallet jacks. So. Electric pallet jacks, so not the trucks like I originally thought. It's just the pallet jacks that are in the trailers. Oh, that's fucking boring. That's kind of. I, I was, was like, very disappointed yeah. when he explained it again. I was like, "Oh, that wasn't anyways, nearly as exciting." We're, we're, we're we had to dig some uh, very what probably a quarter miles worth of trenches. You know, like it's two hundred fifty something foot, two hundred thirty feet, two hundred thirty feet, two of so, them, five sixty. Yeah. All right, so what's what's a quarter mile? A quarter of five thousand. Yeah. So so not less. not quite. Yeah. <laughs> we so. we were a third of a quarter of the way done, Todd. Just yeah. Yeah. layman's terms. I guess uh, you know the saw guy. He did a quarter mile worth. That That's, guy. So there, yeah, by there the time go. he was done after Fuck. the third go around. Uh, <laughs> well, he yeah. come out and had to recut the second time. Yeah, because it they, was too fucking skinny. They made these fucking trenches. What exactly the width of what our bucket was? Twenty four inches, but like, they cut twenty two and a half. And then the superintendent, great guy, but he's sitting there like, "Do not ding the edges." It's like, well, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you got a two foot hole. We're gonna do a two foot fucking dig. Yeah, this bucket. But yep. no, it was fun getting in there, spotting, get great for you. You know, had the rake in my hand. You know, the come along. Fucking putting it back in, but no, you were really fine. working that come along. Well, I, was, was. I was working oh, it hard. You were pulling it hard, sliding the hand to the top. We seen. I it. would tell you, you know, I'm I've I've became kind of soft, you know, being in like the controlled elements of a bathroom, you know, AC and everything. It's just oh, you, know, you got it all yesterday because oh, you got the humid heat the and humid then we heat, got the rain, fucking rain yeah. on us. You know, it was, it was, we it was gave nuts. you the star treatment. Yeah. Then we gave him the Rick and Brian pace of hurry the fuck up kind of thing. Yeah, come on. Then I brought then I brought what like two gallons worth of Dasani water, which was made from. From a Coca-Cola product. So the second I stepped out of my my truck, the superintendent was like, "What the fuck? Get that!" Oh, that did, he, did he? Oh, yeah. Not in that. Right. But he was like, "Dude, get that the fuck out yeah. of here!" Well, when you, you work for Pepsi, you-, you can only have Pepsi products. So, so we they were bringing out water. He's like, you guys got water? And we're like, "Oh yeah, we got some water." And he's like, "Of bottles well, in his trailer." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, we'll so. bring it." So we're sitting there. Tot gets there, and the Hilo comes with a pallet full of cold Aquafina. And they're stacked up like 10 high. He's like, you want some water? Fuck yeah, we do yeah, want we do. some water. Yeah. But but here's the key. And it's free. They don't realize, Pepsi doesn't realize that these jobs actually work at about a third of the pace of any other job in the construction industry because yeah. they won't allow Monster or Red Bull. Yeah, right. And, and when you have the industry fueled off of those two high octane concoctions, I mean, 
they don't realize these job crack, sites are not not moving can, it for, uh, yeah you're, you're not you're not moving at full mm-hmm. pace no they're hoping you just open a an amp amp that's what you can get is amped but at I, fucking seven in the morning. I did think it was humorous that, like, you know, they're like when I brought my Gatorade out because that's made for Pepsi, so I was allowed to do that. Yes. But they came like that. That one lady came out and hey, like, hey, came hey. by the the baller that like it was sitting on, and, like looked at it to make sure it wasn't like a power raid or whatever. Right. I'm like, right. damn. I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're like fucking. Hounds. So the super was saying that he's pretty sure that they they have like bounties with yeah, Pepsi throw you off. Yeah, where they get paid, they get paid to yeah, spot to, you. Yep. Which oh, is, yeah. I'm sorry, but. Come on, so now. weird. Come on now. It's like I'm know, shocked you could even drive a red truck into the facility. It better not have a white C on it anywhere. Yeah, no, mm. no, not at all. But mm. I'm shocked. Okay. Like you're not a blue and white semi, and that's it. Like you had brokers coming in across from America. I didn't think about it. Were we allowed to take pictures on that site? No. So, so we could take pictures. Pictures only. Video mm. was totally off the table, which is why we will not have any vlogs coming out on this job, right. unfortunately. Uh. And they have to be of the job. You can't. You can't just because this is. We are actually working at a this bottling facility. Secret, this is an actual secret sauce. That yeah, we're this doing. is this is the facility where they make the the Pepsi products. Well, good thing because there's there's a Pepsi semi truck driving in and he was pulling like a 1993 Saturn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get it. I'm like, wait, I don't know how this is. You know, because working at like Ford back in the days, you weren't allowed to take your phone out. You know, or GM, you had to like right. tape over the camera and stuff. But I was like, just thinking about taking a video of it because it looks so fucking goofy seeing this old beat up. I'm like, where the fuck did that? Like, is that the driver come from out of town? And that's his daily driver. Right. right. Hooked up to a, it wasn't a janky ass setup. And I was like, nice. I don't know if Pepsi would be okay with that. Yeah. Dude, Brian was, was all just, excited for the job and shit. And he shows up with his gear and he's fucking. Oh, right. I had everything. The drone. Yeah, thing, all and I'm like, hey, no videos, no nothing. Can't. Yep. He, he almost didn't want to even fucking do the job. He wanted to go home. So I had it all played. So we've, we're working with breaking concrete. There's yeah. a down and dirty. We're working with a hoe pack. There's a down and dirty. Yeah. We're working with multiple changing over hydraulic attachments. There's yeah. a down and dirty. Like I got the whole fucking I, job I laid out on the all these videos. Guy. He like, he got his line going. It was like a like hundred foot cut and like he, he ran it. And then all of a sudden, like I see him just go sit in his truck and this fucking, he just ghost rided his fucking whip for like 30 yeah. feet. I'm like, Dude, yeah. <laughs> that does not look okay. No, nope. something goes away. It's like it's like you know you're filling up your fucking gas, you know, in your truck. You don't walk away from the fucking pump. You know, he just walked away and just yep. was like eating lunch. I'm like, dude. Yeah, yeah. Those those saw guys are. It's a different breed. He, he was a good dude, but yeah. But then you look at why his run, lines were, you know, everywhere. That's it. Those, That's that, so you think about it. Those saw operators are making. 15 bucks an hour, yeah. 16 bucks an hour. Not enough for them to give a shit. Yeah. For them to give any sort of shit. And that's why generally it's like I told Rick, as soon as we ordered a two foot bucket on that and I knew when we were going to have two foot wide trenches, I was going, fuck, we should have gone with an 18 inch bucket. Cause those saw guys never pay enough attention that no. you actually get a, an exact 24 inches. Yeah. Instead, it's this nice gentle wavy where it goes from, 28 inches to, yeah, well, we're roughly there. Well, and I get when you're trying to save on concrete and money because the material is expensive right now, but the saw company had to come out three fucking times to recut this. Yes. bad. Because, you know, we got (laughs) ripping stuff out. We get about a quarter of the way started and all of a sudden the bucket's stuck. Yep. I'm like, Todd, grab the tape. He measures real quick. 22 and a half, 23 here. Fuck. So we got to go walk superintendent and say, hey. You gotta fucking cut this, dude. Yep. And then he kind of. And this is a big. Pro, this is a high profile job. Yeah, and like, he kind of postures up a little bit. Anything outdoors is becoming fucking a uh, you know pretty big deal. Getting there. Yeah. And he kind of postures up. Well, don't you got another bucket? You got anything smaller? So I got a one footer. He said, "Why don't you get it?" I said, "Well, it's only going to cost you forty five hundred dollars to go get it." I said, "So how cheap is it for the concrete guy to come back and recut it?" Well, why would it cost me that? I said, well, there's a shortage in buckets right now. They do make them, but I just don't have one. Yeah. And well, it's cut two foot. And I said, well, my bucket has made it through your two foot trench all the way to here. But here we can't fucking squeeze the bucket through a 22 inch hole. Right. And so he recuts it all. Tot, I laugh. I was hauling material. Tot cuts it. Sure streamlines did, it. Uh, paints it. Fucking Tot 26 had inches. It I made it dialed go. in from all of his concrete experience from construction. Yep. 
we get to the other side to rip out past the ballers. And this is where they skipped out on sand. Go to pull the fucking concrete. And we cannot get this thing it's to like move. It's like 16 inches thick. Yeah. And this guy totally had the fucking rig to fucking cut yeah. through this. But he just, he was, but, that was when he was ghost riding his whip. Yep, sat yep, on and didn't autopilot. pay attention yep. to the, the, yeah. the slurry. Because when the slurry yep. hits through, you can see... You, you can know, see like the dirt coming up yeah, right, a little bit of water. Right. The superintendent was standing there when he was doing it. He's like, I've never seen a guy just kind of let a fucking walk behind side and just walk behind. Walk behind. Walk behind Saul. There it is. There we go. It's Saturday. <laughs> and he's like, and just fucking let it go and go sit in his truck. Right. Yeah. It was and wild. So we get over there and we can't get in. He's asking. He's like, well, what do you want to do about it? I said, it's about to cost you a fuckload of money. And he's like, well, how much? And how do you want to handle it? And I said, well, the only option at this point now is jackhammer because it's 16 inches not cutting through. And he's like, well, how much is that going to cost I'm gonna, me? I'm going to stop you right there because anytime you have 16 inches, you're jackhammering. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you fucking, that's when you walk around like a fucking donkey dick. Yeah. And he's like, well, how much, how much is it going to cost me? And I said, if I were you, I would just fucking call that saw company back up because he had a 42-inch blade there. And have him fucking cut Finish this the thing job. again. Do it. And do it goes, the way it should have been done the first time. Yeah. And he goes, and how much is it going to cost me if I have you jack hammer it? I said, well. If we had a working excavator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, we, we can't do that today because that, that child. Oh, no. I said at this, point, broken at this right point, there. we are doing it by hand. He's like, well, how much is it going to cost me? I said, a fuck ton of money. You better call the concrete guy and have him come recut this. As soon as he finished cutting, we popped it right out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, you know, that's always one of those situations where it sucked, you know, because the it, it was a continuous uh, yeah. eight inches throughout everywhere else. And that like four, four foot was just fucking, yeah, they didn't put but enough it, sand but in. But it ultimately comes down to the guy in the saw wasn't doing his job. His due diligence, yeah. And, and that's on him. It's not on, and that's where the, the struggle as a dirt contractor always comes in or in any of the trades, really. When and, you have another day, trade. That shouldn't even been an added ticket. You no, know, he already cut through that. It should have been like you didn't go through. You didn't, yeah, yeah. you didn't do what you were contracted yeah. to do. And so, um, but that's, you know, with any trade, when you have another trade that comes in and doesn't do their job, they get lazy on it. And it costs the next guy down the road. Money. It's always an uncomfortable conversation <laughs> yeah. because you got to go back to the, to the GC and go, hey, this is my problem, but it's not, I'm not the cause of the problem here. Yes. Well, you know what the great thing about it all is, is like soon as Tat started running around measuring everything up, I seen we were in trouble. So I walk over to the superintendent and I say, hey, I'm about to start billing a fuckload of money at you per hour. I said, I'm going to start ripping out this concrete. I'm going to turn around and start digging dirt to the point of if I get stopped, we're going to start billing you X amount of money per hour. Yep. And Totten's run these kind of jobs before. So Totten knows the whole in and outs of what's going on. We're ripping concrete as fucking fast as we go. We're fucking hauling dirt out as fast as We're we can go. We're trying to get to that point. Trying to, stuck, yeah. Yeah. trying to get on the fucking clock. Start billing it. Yeah. And that superintendent is just walking over to me. He's like, so, uh, you know, because Rick took uh, a load to the, the fill or the, the landfill and, uh, He's like, so do you think uh, how long till Rick gets back? Like, you, like when does it, the click? I'm like, I'm just a dumb guy with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying nothing. You know, I'm like, oh, but I knew I'm like, I'm like, he has an hour, you know, yeah. before yeah. he'd fall around. And all of a sudden the saw cut guy cut, gets there and that superintendent's like, all right, you got to get it going. You know, oh, yeah. oh. Well, oh, it's hilarious. Well, after we, so we got the concrete out, <laughs> we filled the fucking truck up. We had 30 seconds left of doing a little bit of dirt to throw that little bit in the truck yep. and the meter was start when I got back. Dude, when I come around in the corner, you could just see fucking the saw fucking just hitting the ground running. But the whole time he kept walking back and forth, dude, looking at the clock, looking yeah. at the phone, looking at us, yeah, taking was, pictures. Yeah, making off. sure that no, like, no, like we weren't getting stopped. Like we couldn't be like, go back to him at the end of the day, be like, oh, we lost two hours. So, you know, I do want to talk about this though, because for, for some people listening that, that either don't own a business or are thinking about it or guys that own their company, they're still new to yeah. it. That. That's one of those conversations that you you feel bad about because it's really not technically the super's fault, right? No, no. but they but did, the they did a great time, job orchestrating. They yeah, really he did. was amazing. But at the same time, it's also not our fault. And and there's two dynamics going on here. First of all, it's not our fault, so we shouldn't have to eat that bill. Yeah. That makes total sense. Now, the the billing you for standing around, that's the part specifically that I know a lot of guys will knee jerk and go, oh, that's kind of a dick move. 
But actually what it does is it establishes legitimacy for that super because he realizes, you know, you've immediately draw a line in the sand. My time is valuable. And if you're not going to work me while I'm here, I'm billing you for it because you're costing me money from being on another job down the road. Well, and the thing is, we notice this within the hour of starting time. We fucking, we first hit that right there and instantly Todd jumps out, starts measuring. And I said, Hey, what are they? Instantly, I went and notified them at yeah the second half thirty in the morning yeah yeah so we worked till noon yeah we didn't stop like we, we, we just went we went a different route you know we had planned go this way but instead we just jumped over and reorchestrated everything to work in a different area which sucked but it, you know but to get whatever. back onto your point though we didn't wait until it happened and then sure. we walked up and we're yeah, like, proactive hey, um, we're fucking on the clock we ain't doing nothing so we notified them. As we found the yeah. issues coming up. There's the, a huge difference between intentionally trying to fuck someone for money correct. versus the approach we took, which is, hey, we've got work up until this point, and then we're going to be dead in the water, yep. and we're not eating that bill. Correct. Yeah. Yep. That, that's a huge difference there. Now, I will say just what you just said. That's one of the things I love so much about the trades, or, or Matt, you were saying, I do love the fact that nothing ever goes according to plan, yeah, and, and as frustrating as that is at times... I do love that you never get bored because there's constantly, oh, fuck, we got to retool. What are we going to go do? And you're constantly engaged from that aspect. Well, it's Johnny on the spot decisions. And that's where it comes down to the experience of making your decisions. Yes. And it was just one of those things. Like, he kept walking up to me going, man, I'm sorry. Are you pissed at me? I said, dude, this is construction. The super was very like, is Rick fucking pissed at me? Like, yeah, I'm like, no, he's not fucking pissy. He's just frustrated that things came up, but no, everything's good. I'm like, let him come back. We'll get back at it. You know, the saw guy's here. We're not going to be behind. Well, well, most people don't know how to take it when we're out on a job because I'm straight to the point. There's no. Yeah, Rick. Rick knows no, you are. Fuck yeah, around you mode. are. Yeah, he, I'm he, like, whoa. Yeah, like, Rick, oh, man, Rick goes about into all business. Some, you know, some uh, bows being thrown in a second, but no, oh, it's dude. just, it's just, nope, this is what it's going to be. You no. Know? And then it gets the wheels turned. Me, I, I like kind of pussyfoot around. She's like, oh, sir. No, there's no pussyfooting with Rick. No, we're right to the point. Cause when you look at the capital and you look at the time, like you expect to get paid as being out there working, yeah. right? We all do. That's dead money. If we're not making money and that's where people got to pay. Yeah money if you're at a standstill yep i mean i'm sure you've had it happen on some of the big projects that you used to run oh yeah all well, the time and what were some of those experiences like gosh i can't even like think of one off the top of my head but like you know when it does come to that you just try to try to figure out a new way to you know get through the problem you know I, I'm trying to think of one it's a it's, like it's like an orchestra when you got all these instruments playing together to get an end goal that's like the best way to describe it. Because it wasn't just one. Like every day, every single day on every single job, there was always, nothing ever went to plan. You know what I mean? So yeah, when something did come up, you sit back, you rethink it, come up with a different game plan and you go from there. You know what I mean? Uh, this job is been- if it's going to cost so many money, then you, you put that together, you put it on notice and you, know, yeah. you go from there, you document it. You know, it's just- This has been a great job to just kind of discuss- all of this because so we we rolled up there uh the day before yesterday and we oh God, yeah. had an excavator on loan well why don't we just t- set the whole stage of what the fuck happened so so yeah so we roll <laughs> day in. one so yeah. we roll in on day one we rick has got a buddy we're not going to name that that had an excavator that was perfect for the job in theory it was it was a whomped out machine um, that had a, a breaker, a hydraulic jackhammer, essentially, if you're not and familiar. In the, yeah, and it, well, no, not the claw. It had the hoe pack. Oh, yeah. And then just a bucket. And so, but it had a thumb. Is that what you're yeah, talking thumb, about? Yeah. Okay, I so yeah, it did have a thumb. Yeah. So uh, it was the perfect machine because it was, I mean, it was a whomped out machine. She was worn out, but that's what you want for pulling concrete because yep. you're going to beat it up anyway. Yep. So we get out there uh, and, and Rick and I are confident we can pretty much wrap this thing up in a day, even though they've got two or three days slate slotted for us. We can knock it out in a day when we get to singing. So we go to town, we put the the breaker on first. Oh no, no, no. We didn't even have the breaker. That was the first thing that fired off is we had requested the breaker and the hoe. No, I had to ship you back to pick the breaker yes. up. We, the low boy shows up with the hoe and he's got buckets galore. I said, where's the hammer and the hoe pack? I don't know. You're going to have to call so-and-so I said, 
Okay. So we call. Oh, yeah, they're back in the yard. You have to come pick them up. So I run down the road. This place is like 20 minutes away, one way. Yeah. So I run down there. They don't even have it out as if they had intended to send it. It's buried buried behind trailers and everything. So we spend... 45 minutes to an hour fucking around, moving shit around, getting a skid steer to cart this thing out. We finally get it into the trailer. And how far away was this? 20 minutes. Yeah. So by the time it's all said and done, we've lost an two hour and, and a half, half to two yeah. hours. So at the meantime, I call Brian because the superintendent walks up with Pepsi and he goes, so when are you guys starting? When are we going to start? You're like, we're building... We're building intensity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are we are strategically planning this out right now. That's right. Of how the fuck we're going to accomplish this shot. Yeah. <laughs> we just, you know what? We just came up with the game plan five minutes ago. Yep. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want to tell them you just hired the best of the best here, boy. That's right. That's right. You know? So, so... I yeah, finally you guys get looked back. Like fucking like, dude, everything about that first day looked like we were part time. I should have so walked bad. out there while Brian was gone and just started beating this eight inches of concrete with a fucking sledgehammer. Sledge <laughs> <laughs> get some freaking uh, uh, some breaker bars and yeah, stuff. That's right. Just pull just, it out. Yeah, start uh, spraying like some. You break know what? Eating, we're yeah. pretty some confident some... we ought to have this out of here in a yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally roll in with the hammer. Finally, it's go time. So. We we pull the hoe down, we get the breaker, we start going to hook it up, and every machine I've ever, ever messed with has a valve in the back that switches from two-way hydraulics to one-way continuous, yeah. and you have to have one-way continuous when you run a hammer or hoe pack. Not this, gem. Well, so we're looking all over, and I'm like, fuck, Rick, I don't see a valve anywhere. So we call the office. They're like, no, you don't have to switch anything. I said, look, so we don't get stuck with a bill for blowing up a, an attachment. yeah. Call one more person and verify. So we call the second person. They verified. Nope, you don't have to switch a valve. Okay, great. So we get this thing all plugged in, wired up, everything. And away we go. We start breaking. And within like 15 minutes, the excavator acts like it's running out of fuel and just dies. And I look at Rick and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Not just once. Not just, oh, yeah. well, so it, it oh, did it just start. once. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? So you crank a couple times. You crank a couple times. I'm like, this fucker lost prime. Like, what's going on here? Finally, we crank. We get going again. And it's fine. And then about 10 minutes later, it does the same fucking thing. We're like, yeah. what in the fuck? So we're thinking, okay, did the, does the fuel gauge not work? And they sent it out here empty. So we're investigating, doing all that. No, everything's full. Everything's like it's supposed to be. But it's every like five to 10 minutes, this, this thing dies. Shut off, dude. So we ended up figuring out if you run it at half throttle, it would stay running. Yeah. All right, fuck it, whatever. We're still breaking away. So we get breaking. And we, we look wait. like champs out on the first day. We, oh, fuck yeah. Dude, everything about it just... Brian's like, hey, let's go put some fuel in a case. There's something going no, on no, with we it. We haven't even gotten to that point yet. Because <laughs> So we clip along for until about noon. So yep. we fire up at, officially, fire up at like 9.15 or so, because I finally had to get attachments. We break until noon. Everything goes swimmingly. And then we go switch the bucket back onto the machine because we're going to start pulling. Yeah. I go back to work. I start pulling. Rick pulls the truck yeah. around. We're yanking. We're, everything's going great. <laughs> and then... These nuts. <laughs> and then about 15 minutes into actually pulling the concrete, the fucker starts dying again. But now it doesn't matter what throttle setting <clears throat> I've got it on. And it's happening every minute and a half. Yeah. And then it takes you two to three minutes to get it fired back up. And the whole time, I'm just like, dude, this starter is going to start smoking here in a second because we're cranking so hard on it. At this point, Pepsi and the... Super in the super, I could feel the eyeballs of me. Everyone's looking at us with this whole whomped out machine that won't stay running. And so we're just start, like, what in the fuck? You start getting that, I got to make decision feelings real fucking quick well, first day. And yeah. we put in a phone call and we're like, what the fuck's going on with this machine? And the response is, oh yeah, we fight that machine all the time. We've been doing it for four well, years. what in the fuck did you Why rent you us the machine? This? And yeah. they knew the profile of the job exactly. too. Exactly. And we're like, what in the fuck, guys? And so we fuck with this thing Who until about two off, o'clock. <laughs> Fucking the gremlin. And, right? and that's where, you know, this is where you go the route of, are you going to be that, that contractor? Or are you going to be a professional? And figure we out We just how- immediately got on the horn. And between the two of us, we had three different options of securing a second machine yeah. by that afternoon. 
And so we went to town and we ended up going and we rented a second machine. We brought it out. We that's had why it on Rick, site that Rick evening. missed the podcast that night. Yeah, yeah, so, yes, yeah, if was, you if you didn't know why Rick wasn't on our podcast with uh, Kelly, with Kelly it, that's why he was going and picking up that second machine to replace the one that then was I had to all move fucked the up. skid for the barn demo. Then we had to move skid. So, so all that to say, I showed up the next day. I had a barn demo the following day, which was, was yesterday. Uh, so Matt was out helping Rick. So I showed up on the job about two o'clock and Rick and Matt are both running some materials. So I step into the, the work trailer and talk to the soup and I said, Hey, I just want to apologize about yesterday. I know that looked like we were some small time. Yeah. Don't know what the fuck's going on. I apologize. This, we were set up to fail and I explained the situation. He goes, look, you guys, equipment is a tool and tools break. Yeah. He said, you guys didn't come in here making excuses. You didn't come in here telling me it was going to be a week. He said, you came in here with three different options telling me you were going to have a machine by tomorrow. And he, he, you followed through on that. He goes, I have no problem with that happening. And then they show up with Matt motherfucking Totten. And then we bring out the big guns. Matt motherfucking Totten in his hot shorts with the hard hat and safety vest. I don't know what the fuck is going on, you know, so I'm sitting there like BSing with the the superintendent just making him feel good and all warm and fuzzy, but I'm like, yes, with the the hot shorts. Yeah, as I'm getting ready to go. Yeah. But you've been around construction enough and you used to run these jobs. That's the thing. I... I just made him feel all warm and fuzzy that shit's going to happen. Then he started asking me, like, so what's my experience? I'm like, I can fucking push a broom and I can move a shovel. <laughs> he's just like, all right. All right. We got the so confidence. So where's Brian at? I'm like, well, he's doing a barn. He's like, well, don't you guys need more than just you two? I'm like, no, Rick and I got this. And sure enough. Yeah. And then we had Brian come in. And Brian came in for backup in the afternoon. One o'clock. And got done right out. when the rain fucking set in. Yeah, we closed it strong, but we looked like rookies at the beginning. But if anybody Mm -hmm. that is interested in running their own companies and understand that issues and problems do happen, you could take a, which I think we're pretty solid company here. Yeah. And you could still have faults. Oh, yeah. Even on the first fucking day, but you own it and do what you got to do to walk away from it. Owning it, it, manning up and figuring out, you know, coming up with a game plan to succeed and get the job done is all that matters you know but was it fucking embarrassing the first fucking day yeah. yes fucking is i'd rather slam my dick in the door yeah. than i'm, I'm kind of glad that i didn't know the whole story of the day before because i probably would have went with my tail between my legs when the super came up you know i just kind of was bullshit and made him feel happy i'm yeah. like we're gonna get this fucking done we're gonna knock hours. this out today and he's just like i've heard that before you know and sure enough fuck we're pulling we're going we got it <laughs> That's awesome though. It was great because you didn't even know the whole fucking blindness, and he comes in after the whole shit show yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what have you what have you taken away from this whole podcast thing? Obviously, we've been talking about Pepsi, we've been talking about you. What have you actually taken away from this whole podcast? Like, what have you learned? What have I learned? I learned that people are amazing. And I've learned that you guys are fucking awesome dudes. I've learned that we're gonna fucking keep this going for a long time and if you could give all the audience your best advice my best advice what would it be pertaining to what just general yeah. life advice yeah, just, just, just general, life advice general life advice because we always ask when somebody says way, no, we always ask our, no. <laughs> <laughs> we always ask our guests what they could give for people getting into the trades. my best advice is if you're gonna get in the trades just like everybody else has said you know you just gotta got to get after it you got to want it you know it's not going to be easy nothing's easy you know even being you know a high status quo badass motherfucker like myself like it's not easy <laughs> it's not easy being matt motherfucking totten yeah. yeah it's not at all man it's it's rough but at the end of the day i do it with a smile on my face and i get up in the morning you know not as early as you know i used to but now i'm kind of a i'm a half you know, i'm a part-timer Now, I will say working for Rick kind of sucks ass because I got used to the semi-retired life. And then Rick's like, yeah, be at my house at 630. 630. And I'm like, why don't you add three digits to that first number? (laughs) No, it's just when you just got to have work ethic, you know, get out there. Like, I'm not a dirt guy. I'm like, I'm not a fucking shovel operator. I'm not a push broomer. But at the same time, I enjoy doing it. The job needs to get done. And we, you know. Just being part of a team player, you know, and getting the job done. That was awesome. Like, would I have rather been in the piece of equipment doing what you guys are doing? Yeah, but. Hey, 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 back the fuck off. I I didn't want to show them up, you know. Matt's not allowed to work with us if he's going to try to steal my seat. Yeah, right. (laughs) 
But I will have to say, it's a, it's a toss-up who's the better operator. They're both very fucking phenomenal operators. So Well, we're, we yeah. might be finding out here pretty soon. Well, yeah. we're going to have to let it wait. Well, well, so, I'm going to go compete in North Carolina. So here's the, the real story, ladies and gentlemen. Rick and I decided, uh, independently of one another, believe it or not, we decided we were going to sign up for the Cat Challenge. We both got accepted into the cat challenge, and then we have a conversation that we both got accepted into the cat challenge. Do you know what happened next, ladies and gentlemen? This is facts. I am spewing facts. I have no fucking idea. I'm gonna be. I Brian's talked to ass. Rick. That's why I backed out. I ex- he backed out. You backed the fuck out. You're fucking right. You know why? Why? Because he has a giant raging. Because well, you're can't afraid say that, that because Brian was going to beat you or I'm what? sorry. You didn't well, want to beat Brian. You know, I, to our female I listeners. Kicked, you got to think about it. I kicked the shit out of him already on the job pretty bad. All right. So why go to a cat challenge and really rub it in with a bunch of other operators out of there? So I actually signed up for the Charlotte, North Carolina cat challenge. So Rick's, that, Rick's claiming oh, he's saving so what, my so face. So that you wouldn't have the pressure I, I of having wanna, Brian you know, kick you know, your ass? No, exactly. you know how they exactly. only... Well, here's the thing. You know how they only take so many people? right. I didn't want to have Brian get knocked out right away. So I voluntarily took myself out. He got out for my benefit is what he's claiming. We're, we're strategically planning this because I'm going to Charlotte. I just put in, like, when I saw the text go by this morning saying, yeah. like, what team are you on for the cat challenge? I'm like, what is this cat challenge? You're like, oh, we're having a dig off or an operator off. It, or they're having a jack off. Jerk jack- off or, <laughs> I don't know the fuck. Some, some type of off. And I'm like... I'm like, all right. So I went this morning after I got that before the funeral. I went and got T-shirts made. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Did you really? Fuck no, I didn't. But oh, it yeah, I was gonna awesome. say, like, I'll wear it. Fucking hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's badass. <laughs> but anyway, so I want to go down to Charlotte, North got Carolina. Got me all excited right? for a minute. <laughs> and I strategically plan on going to Charlotte, North Carolina, because we have a potential job down there. So I figured it'd be a good way to mingle and possibly meet a few guests. That listen to our show. Uh, see, I you think you're hear, just going down there for a fucking vacation. So, well, do you hear so, all the excuses though? Like out. he pulled out for my benefit, but also yeah. because Did you run that by the marketing like, department. Podcast? Yeah, I, it was executive solo decision of asking. Melissa, Melissa. So when we meet in Vegas at Con Expo at the big stage, hopefully they let Brian go first, so he knows who's already coming. Hopefully they just let Brian go first. So when the ass whooping starts throwing down, they'll be like, who's that guy? You know, the problem is Rick's under the impression that they're going to set the bar high from the get go. And that's why I'm not going to be going first. They don't want to set the, the problem is you set the bar too high from the beginning and no one else wants to participate. Yeah. But see, I don't want to set a record that won't be broke either. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, actually I'm taking my wife to Kevin Hart. So I had to reschedule Michigan's. You know what I hear? Cat. Excuses. That's like the yeah, fifth excuse. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many. What time is Kevin Hart? Seven thirty at night. What time's the dig o'clock. off? Six in the Six morning. Six o'clock. And the dig off was at three. Oh, three thirty. Three thirty. You know, that, I can't. I can't. He's got an opener. Out. He's got an opener. I could have just filled that spot. I would have fucking set, filled in for Rick. You know. You know what the sad thing <laughs> is. Is <laughs> like the skill set Dude, that's going to show. Up. Start the fucking machine. <laughs> The skill set. The skill set. Like, oh, John Deere mode. Uh, sorry, can you put it on a cab mode? Yeah, you'd be in there yanking some sticks. <laughs> I know Brian told me there's a switch behind the seat. Where's the switch? <laughs> that's right. That's you know, a you know what, sir. You know what the sad thing is? Is the skill set that's going to show up for this? Brian's going to kick the shit out of all of them, and he's going to be like, "I'm fucking this badass dude." All the real motherfuckers that are that bad are working today, getting paid, <laughs> fucking kicking ass. Taking names, Brian's gonna be like, "Yeah, I whooped those sixteen-year-old boys out there today." Absolutely, Prantis is. And you know what? I don't even give a fuck that the good operators are working. I'm still gonna rub it in their faces. Eat that, bitch! He'll <laughs> be YouTubing all this shit, fucking filming it all. Look I was, at me I was go. gonna, I was gonna send the stands. That I, all right. Now I already told you I didn't make the shirts, but I was gonna say, "Fuck those scabs." <laughs> <laughs> so that is Those two new that is the beautiful boys. thing about Pro it. Pro non-union. They, Here we they come. are they are hosting the event at the Union Training Center, and we like, are non-union. You guys, yeah, exactly. So they will let us in for the competition, and then they will give us a swift boot to the yeah. ass to get out. <laughs> right? No, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it'll be a good time. So, are you gonna come sit in the bleachers and watch me? Oh, I'm cheering. Yeah, we have nothing fucking against unions. It's at nine o'clock funny. in the morning. My I'm slots gonna, early. I'm gonna have pro non-union shirt at all. Pro- <laughs> 
fucking a sweat and grime, dealer low down, <laughs> diesel and iron, and then all our companies on the fucking shirt. Yeah, so don't just put really our shit on your shit because we're we're not political. We don't want to be dragged to dirt with any rainbowed. <laughs> he's going. He's just gonna hit all of them, yeah, everything. And then on the back of my shirt, I'm gonna put "I'm with him," and I'll be sitting to your left. <laughs> you know what you need to put on it too is "I love Biden." That's what you need to have if you're really hitting on all fronts. I love Biden right across the front. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> then on the, the sleeve, you know, Trump 2024. It'll be yeah. the most yes. fucking confusing shirt in the world. No one's and gonna then, know and what to think. On the other side, I have liberals fucking all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they won't know what's in the crowd. It's like we don't know if we're supposed to be offended or root you on. <laughs> right. And then I'll just take that. I with wanted the to punch mentality. you until I saw that, and then I want to hug you until I saw that. <laughs> So fucking a nice. What are we sitting at on time right now? I don't even fucking know. It's at the top. It's right here. I gotta go pick my little one up. What time is it? Almost three. You don't. All right. We got a rookie board operator, ladies and gentlemen. We may only have gone for forty-five minutes. Who knows what's going on right now? But thank you for listening. Actually, I got one more thing. Do it if you stuck around that long. Because (laughs) Todd has officially been on this podcast now for a while. Oh, I Hi. thought you had a real unit of measurement there. No. Officially, you've been yeah, on he here used, for he, a he long his, time. His dong. <laughs> but think about it. We've never asked Tot, what would your dream oh, job be? Oh, the Matt motherfucking Tot in question to the Matt motherfucking Tot. question to myself. Our audience, Jackson, needs to know. You are about to open a portal into another dimension by asking him his own question. You, you know hear what? it, guys. You hear, you hear it. the like, it roaring, sucking sound. <laughs> It may just sound, you know, like I'm just copying everybody else, but I want to be a fucking singer. <laughs> I mean, no. I want to be a singer, guys. Can you, what can what, you hit a couple what notes, genre please? of music? Everything. Oh, everything. Can you hit a couple notes for us? No, no. To be honest, uh, I would say right now I am living my dream. That's it. Right that's, now. that's it. Yeah. Right now, sitting here in, in, a, a, in a child's business, playroom. Yeah. <laughs> small business owner. Working my own shifts, doing what I want to fucking do, being able to hang out with my amazing freaking daughter. And I thought you were going to say your amazing friends, but whatever. Fuck well, you that's talk. where I was going next, <laughs> motherfuckers. Jesus. So, no. And then uh, enjoying uh, doing this little, uh, you know, this little hobby we took on. Oh, fuck. No, podcast. this ain't a hobby. There's, that's where you're mistaken, no, This is a full-time this fucking is, job now. This baby is going... Yeah. Large. It may take us twenty years to get there. God damn but, it! But hey. we're we're going big. Hey, hey, we're on their radio. That's all the fuck matters. That's we're true. taking over radio. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I think it's I think it's due but to I'm, I am living my dream time. job. It is. Yeah, Tot really made the my show. Dream job, yeah. but uh, but uh, a singer that would be a singer. Yeah. But really, what genre of music? Probably opera. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're fucking crying <laughs> with tears. It come out so hard. So. So is that what it's like when it happens, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> we just gotta go? <laughs> That's a Todd and sweat and grind. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Todd, it's actually been a pleasure having you join us on the yeah, show, it's and been a pleasure being. I on. wouldn't want to see it without you. Man, I'm I'm crying, cheered up. Well, I appreciate it. You guys know the spew. Do. The spew? The spew. <laughs> the spew. I was thinking of Todd here, sir. I was, I was spewing. We may need to take a break from uh, him driving this shit for like at least two weeks so people come back. Well, I'm sorry. Or know what they're listening to. I'm sorry, but think about it. When Todd was just going, oh, I was thinking of the spewing he was doing on the sweat and grind. Splooging. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so thanks for everybody listening. So, and, uh, by the way, so, so two things before we wrap up, though. Uh, talk about sponsorships. That's what I was just going to do. We are looking for sponsorships, Todd. Why don't you notoriously no, tell us about you know your guest? You're, dri- you're driving ship. Yeah, these guys over here, they work their freaking dicks to the ground, you know, trying to make this content, you know, to create it, get it in front of you. And, uh, you know, they pulled me along, but uh, we're all broke as fuck. So if you want to go over to our <laughs> Patreon account, you know, kind of give us a dollar, dude, a fucking penny would help, you know, to make us feel good. Uh, you know, if you feel like contributing to the, the cause of uh, sweat and grime, Get on board. If you not, know what? If they contribute pennies, we could we could officially call ourselves penny droppers. Like that. Fucking <laughs> A. But we also are looking for sponsorships. Yeah, we are looking for sponsorships. Uh, go on our website or our uh, Instagram or Facebook. We have a little form there that shows the breakdowns of what we're looking for. And if you want to be one of those positions, I think we have three spots left. So get on before they fill up. Absolutely. So, and, and thank you to our 
Again, thank They're you amazing. to our amazing sponsor, Luke with Phaser. Boom. Phaser Marketing, Luke Egabrat, and thank you so much Thanks for the again, sponsorship. Luke. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. And uh, yeah. You guys know the spew, though. If you want to get on the podcast, reach out to any of these men on there. We'd gl- uh, gladly love to have you on. Tell your stories. Tell your friends. Promote us. We're on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, all the... Apple All your podcast platforms. platforms. All your podcast. Yeah, LinkedIn. I mean, find us. We're everywhere. We're a fucking And reach out because we talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot it's us a message. Fun. We'll catch you guys in the next one here. See you guys. And we'll get our shit together a little bit better. Maybe. The next one. We're going to fucking <laughs> cotton drive. <laughs>